Well, we've come to the end of another week. Hope it's been a good one for you and you're looking forward to being in God's house uh, uh, this Sunday. Um, be praying for the services and inviting people to come with you. Today in our Bible reading plan, we are in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. And there's, there's something Jesus said in here that, that I want to use to help you understand the way critics sometimes attack the Bible. Uh, critics or skeptics will attack the Bible and say there's contradictions. Or liberal theologians, liberal pastors attack the, uh, the uh, veracity of Scripture. And they'll, they'll use something like this. And, and I want to share it with you and show you how they do it but then explain how they're just being silly. All right. In Mark uh, chapter 4 and verses 21 and 22, Jesus uses an analogy that he used multiple times. In verse 21, Jesus said, A lamp is not brought to be put under a basket. Is it? Well, no. Or under a bed? No. What do you do with the lamp? He says, it is brought, it is, it is not brought to be, is it not brought, <laughs> if I can talk, is it not brought to be put on a lampstand? Yeah, so you put it on the lamp and it gives light. All right, so you've heard that analogy before. It's, it's, it's mentioned in Matthew and in Luke as well as here in Mark. Then Jesus used the analogy to make a point. Verse 22, he said, for nothing is hidden except to be revealed nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. And so it's as though Jesus is saying, here's a lamp, and you don't put it under a bed or under a basket, but on the stand, and it gives light to the house. In a similar way, everything done in secret eventually is going to come to light. The light's going to be turned on. God's going to reveal it. You can't hide it. Makes a valid point. Now, what critics of the Bible, skeptics of the Bible, liberals do is to say, now, wait a minute. In Matthew chapter uh, 5, Jesus used that same analogy, but he applied it differently. Verse, uh, verses, uh, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 and following in the Sermon on the Mount, um, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone in a similar way, does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Well, there's a contradiction. That's what they say. And in Matthew, Jesus used it to say, uh, you, just like this light gives light to a room, this lamp, you are the light of the world, so let your light shine by doing good work so that people can see your light and give glory to God. But no, 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 because over in Mark, he said, no, things that are done in secret will be revealed. Like when a light turns on and you can see the room, so you can't keep things hidden. Well, which is it? Which did he really say? The disciples are just making it up. And then over in Luke chapter 11, verses 33 and following, Jesus said, no one after lighting a lamp puts it away in a cellar. Well, he hadn't said that in the other gospels. Nor under a basket, but on the lampstand so that those who enter, enter the cellar, the basement, enter the room, may see the light. And then Jesus applied it a totally different way. He said, the eye is the lamp of your body. So like turning on a light gives light 
to a basement or a room so you can see. Jesus said, your eye is the lamp of your body. What you look at, what you read, that's what, that's what goes in you and either makes you filled with the light of God or the darkness of hell. And so critics and skeptics and liberals will say, there's contradictions because here you have this image of the light and the lamp and all of that. But Matthew says Jesus said this about it. Mark says Jesus said that about it. Luke says Jesus said something totally different about it. So there's contradictions. They don't agree. The Bible's not reliable, not accurate. And I just want to shake my head and laugh at how stupid some skeptics and critics and liberals can really be. Do they not understand that any of us, all of us, Jesus included, can use the same analogy over a period of time, making a lot of different points, using the same analogy and applying it to a lot of different settings? Monisa and I had not been married very long when we stopped at a small restaurant in Kentucky owned by uh, a member of my home church, a successful businessman that I respect, and, uh, and, and we just had a good experience. He happened to be there and he came by our table and we were talking to him and I was complimenting him on how good it was. And I still remember this successful businessman, an entrepreneur who built one of the largest companies in East Kentucky. He looked at me and he said, all new kitchens sweep clean. And I've never forgotten that all these years later. Meaning that how something starts does not guarantee it will continue that way. The proof is in what happens down the road. And so you have to work hard and you have to adjust. And, and, and just because it starts well doesn't mean it will continue well or end well. And I have to tell you, I have used that analogy, shared that analogy with people hundreds of times uh, in the 40 years since he said that to me. And I've applied it in a lot of different situations with staff members, with programs, with things in the community, things in my own life. And I just get tickled when critics and liberals and skeptics find these so-called contradictions in the Bible. When they're not a contradiction, Jesus used the same analogy. I mean, Jesus taught practically every day for over three years. So yeah, he used the same analogy to make different points to different crowds. I've used the same stories, the same illustrations, the same analogies at times in different settings to make different points. It's not it's not unusual. It's common. And so I want to say to you, and I want to say to our young people, you go off to college and you hear these professors talk about so-called contradictions. And they can make it sound so persuasive. Don't buy their baloney. There's always an explanation. You just haven't heard it yet. So don't allow their fancy words to mess your faith up. Because even some of their criticisms and so-called contradictions are actually pretty simple to understand and pretty silly accusations to make in the first place once you understand what's going on. So just because there's a skeptic, there's a critic, there's a liberal who denigrates the Word of God... <laughs> Don't fall for it just because they sound persuasive. A lot of times they really don't know what they're talking about. Well, that's the word for today. I'll see you Sunday and then Monday with another devotion. God bless you.